What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and fresh as a couple of daisies the day before Michelle's day of birth. Good morning, Michelle. Happy birthday week to not only you, but dare I say, happy birthday week to me as well. You could say it to both of us. It is it is our birthday week. Like this, I think this we've always celebrated our birthdays together. Obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, not forever, just as long as we've known each other. But that basically feels like forever. it's forever. But, it's forever. But like at this point, like ours fall, mine's on Tuesday, and yours is Friday. Like we are actually exactly in the same week. We share this birthday week, and you know, Kate, I don't like sharing my birthday with anyone and even the week or month is a little, you know, a little much for me, but feels okay for you, uh, for you, for us. I'm, I'm happy for us that it's our birthday week. Yeah. It is the Capricorn mentality that you want to be the star of the show, but I'm glad, yes. I'm glad we can share that spotlight for our special week. I am, I can't believe it's our birthdays already. It's our birthdays. It's our birthdays. What are you going to do for your birthday? That's really important. Uh, I am going to go and have a lovely dinner out in the city with my husband. Hopefully have some nice cocktails. Maybe even see you so we can have a birthday cheers together. Um, Yeah, keeping it like mostly low key. Probably somewhat because of COVID. But also, I don't know. I feel like my birthday like kind of snuck up on me this year. I can't believe like this is already happening. You know, the funny thing is like we joke about not sharing a birthday week but like you're gonna be in new york for your birthday and i'll probably <laughs> see you for cocktails and then and then I'm what are you gonna... doing kate <laughs> and then i'll be in the catskills and i'll probably see you for our birthday so like we're sharing our birthday again we're sharing our birthday we just can't stay away from each other for our birthdays um <laughs> rightfully so there's no other capricorn that i would like to share my birthday with um than you so yeah here we are yeah wow i wow okay I think my birthday, how do you feel about this? Like, I feel really bad for people that have birthdays, like, right around Christmas because they kind of get like, oh, we'll just celebrate your birthday and Christmas together. I feel like mine's just far enough away from Christmas and New Year's that people, like, are like, oh, yeah, it's your birthday. Let's celebrate. But at the same time, this year, it feels like it snuck up so quick. Well, you got to get over the hump of, like, it's an onslaught of celebration, right? It's like you have the ramp in to Christmas. And then you have, and preceding that, obviously, there's Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, but you head into Christmas, and once you get to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, it's just boom, boom, boom. People are celebrating the whole time. We're all drinking. We're having a good time, time off from work. That's all. That's a holiday. No one acknowledges work off the week off from work holiday, which is the week. And then there's the new year and then there's New Year's Day. And then we find ourselves in the first week of January, at which point people pivot. And by the time it's our birthday, we're ready to celebrate again. Well, I I just want to wish us both a happy birthday week. Happy birthday to all our fellow Capricorns out there. We love you. Happy birthday share Capricorn memes with us. We also love those. And honestly, like, uh, I'm not huge into Zodiac, but I do know Kate and I are basically the epitomes of Capricorn, for sure. Oh, fuck yeah. That's absolutely (laughs) right. 100%. I would say, if I were to gander a guess, though, the thing that we're different on, like, we're the same because we're Capricorns, which is an Earth sign, but I think that we're different in that I would would guess. If I were to guess what your (laughs) second sign is, it's a fire sign. 
obviously. Oh, wait, how do I know my second sign? Oh, God. We got to do this off the mic. Okay, you ha- we'll you have this- to figure out, like, your your moon sign, your rising sign, like, all oh, the other geez. planets in your... Yeah, we got to... We, oh, okay. we couldn't do it now because this would be an hour-long episode. All right. Send it to me another time. We'll figure it out. You take a guess at what it is, and then after after we're off the mic, you tell me how to figure it out, and we'll, we'll, we'll report back if Kate was right. Yeah, I think you're you're a capricorn with fire signs like Cap- yeah i think you're a fire sign what do you think mine is oh you're not as fiery as i am i'm reading like all the capricorn things capricorns are the ultimate worker bees they're ambitious organized practical goal-oriented oh that doesn't sound anything no, like no i've not. never heard <laughs> any of those things i don't know i guess me i don't know or if i'm a fire are you a water as a i don't know what do, i don't even know what i'm guessing there's earth wind and fire (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh we're gonna really go we're we're going way too far off the rails here yeah we are earth but you gotta guess earth water air and fire oh you're air we shall see (laughs) okay all right all right i'm after we get off the mic i'm gonna figure out what my what my what is it my your rising sign my rising sign. Okay. All right. I will look into that after this. Um, we'll report back on the next huddle what we are because I honestly have no idea. I imagine Kate knows hers and is very well versed. I do. Anyway, sticking to being organized. We're back. Hey, let's get back to the huddle, which for those that don't know, now you know, we put 60 seconds on the clock. We run through sports headlines. Obviously, the show is mostly about football, so there will be a little football peppered in, but this is where we get the opportunity to talk about other sports and headlines going on in the world. Kate, because she is a Capricorn, is always organized and always ready with 60 seconds on the clock. Yes, I am. Kate, if you want to press start, I will read the first headline. I will be pressing start, Michelle. God, we even run this seg- We even run this whole show like Capricorns. Yeah, My we're goodness. a bunch of assholes. Okay, in <laughs> three, two, one, hit it. Drum roll! If you didn't know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have released Antonio Brown, the former Washington and Denver running back. Clinton Portis has been sentenced to six months in federal prison and six months of home confinement for his part in defrauding a health care benefit program for retired NFL veterans. What? What a jerk. I'm so glad that you didn't prep for this and you didn't know that was coming. Um, Novak Djokovic to remain in visa limbo until later today as he fights deportation from Australia. The NFL explores contingency sites for the NFL Super Bowl 56 amid COVID spike. Um, global sports retailer, merchandiser, and now sports card and memorabilia giant Fanatics has acquired Topps trading cards for $500 million. The LSU Tigers cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. announces he will enter the NFL draft. Uh, Martha Earnhardt, matriarch of racing family, dies at 91. Oh. Uh, you know what? I We got a little too cute with this and I left too many words in the other one. Like, we, st- we, have, we still have two more. Um, we got on, overzealous. In an un-Capricorn fashion, I will allow us to read them, even though we are out of 60 seconds, but I just feel like the people should know. I thought this was really interesting. The The owner of the Jazz, Ryan Smith, and the part owner of the 76ers, David Blitzer, bought an MLS team, the Real Salt, uh, Real Salt Lake. I thought that was interesting. Like, do you need to own that many different teams? Is it, you know how, like, 
Real Madrid is spelled Real Madrid. Is this like Real Salt Lake? Maybe, but that feels like a weird mix between European and U.S. But who knows? Maybe that's what they were going for. Um, And then last, but I'm sure not the least that we will be hearing about this over the course of the next few weeks is the IOC assures teams that the Winter Olympics in Beijing will go ahead. Honestly, this is one we're going to have to keep an eye on. I really feel like we should almost have a probably some sort of Olympic update in every huddle between now and then because we're getting closer. I just read that like Sean White had tested for positive, uh, p- tested positive a few weeks ago for COVID. He's now over it. So he's able to go to like qualifiers, but there is going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully it starts to skew more positively because I love the Olympics. Um, but there's going to be a lot of things to keep an eye on for Olympic stuff for the next couple of weeks. Yes. We will report back on the Olympics. That is for damn sure. Now, As of this moment, the first three headlines that we announced are absolutely fucking bonkers. Guys, this Antonio Brown nonsense that happened at, you know, over the law, this has been now going on for like at least a week since that, that game that the Bucks played against the Jets at MetLife Stadium. If you haven't seen Antonio Brown running across the field shirtless, you've been living under a rock. There's literally no way... You haven't seen that happen. And go watch it. Was, it. it was crazy. Um, it, it, I've never seen anything in all the years that I've been watching sports. Someone do something so absurd and ridiculous in the middle of a game. Um, oddly enough and crazily enough, the, the Bucks went on to win that game in like walk-off fashion. I don't even know how they kept their like head screwed on straight. So props to them. After this craziness, obviously there was a lot of stuff sp- spinning around what happened why did he do it you know there was there was a lot of video footage that you saw like Mike Evans was trying to keep him on the field he didn't get on the field I heard a story that he tried to get security to order him an Uber to pick him up to leave MetLife Stadium and take him to the airport which they like, did Michelle they did oh they did they do did. that okay I, I listened to an interview with the Uber driver there you go. That guy's famous now. So he he runs off the field. Nobody knows why. He not only does he run off the field, he like is basically like a streaker is what he looked like running across the field. Yes. That was, was that was crazy. He was like heel clicking his way off of the field with no pads and no shirt on, like shirtless mm-hmm. with his like football pants. The weirdest thing I've ever seen on a, uh, displayed on a football field in my life. Then the next couple of days after that, he like literally dropped a song because apparently now he's also a rapper. So he put a song out. Wait a oh, second. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't. You missed this part? I missed this part of the story. Oh, my God. Okay, please, let me Please open. back it up. Maybe this is let's... just going to be what it's going to be about for this huddle. But the only parts that I saw were him running off the field, oh. the interview with his Uber driver, and... I don't want to spoil the lead here, but... No, don't spoil the lead because you didn't know that shortly after this display of wackiness, he he shows his face again for the, like the first, not the first time, but he shows his face publicly sitting courtside at the Nets game. So he's clearly like just over it, like doesn't care that he just made an ass of himself. Then he drops a song called Pit Not the Palace. Don't know. Dropped dropped a song. Okay. (gasps) I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, I'm not joking. This is like for real. So runs off the field, basically naked in the middle of a football game, shows up courtside at the Nets games the next two nights, I think it was, or a couple nights, 
drops a song. Go listen on Spotify and Apple Music if you really are inclined to. Like maybe or don't. And then, uh, and then goes on sort of like a you know social media spree. I won't just say Twitter because he used multiple platforms to allegedly like screenshot text messages saying that like he wasn't really cleared to play and that the coach forced him to. And the reason that he he excused himself from the game was because Bruce Arians was forcing him to go back in the game, even though he didn't think that his ankle or his injury was ready to go back in. So this is like, this is like a soap opera basically is how I feel what I'm explaining right now. And the thing just to, Oh, and now, and now, and, and, to be clear, to loop this back around okay. to the actual okay. headline, he is officially no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. As we expected, because the first thing that I feel like I read after he danced off the field is that he Bruce Arians said immediately in the press conference following this that he is no longer a Buccaneer. I mean, of course, how could you even how could you even placate the fact that someone that makes that sort of gesture is still on your football team? I don't think that you can, which is sort of like why you have to, I I understand Arians for sure. Um yep. I just I find it so this guy is at nine lives. Like how many times have we talked about it? The the fact that this is taking up like over five minutes of our podcast today. I know, but there's wait, but there's even vomit. more. I know, but there's even more because it's just so interesting. And as much as I can't, oh, I was really trying to be, if you go back like three seasons ago for Draft Queens, mm-hmm. I wanted nothing to do with this guy. And even when Tom Brady made the case to bring him to the Bucks, I was like, God, Tom, like how bad of a judge of character could you be? And then it seemed until mm-hmm. this moment, it seemed that, Tom and the Bucks and whatever were able to connect with Antonio, get him back on pace. He was re- he was looking awesome and playing awesome. I was trying to get back yeah. on the Antonio Brain uh, Brown train and feel like happy and excited for him. But here's the kicker: want to know something fucking crazy? We'll figure out what the truth is here because I don't really know. But uh, he was 28 catches. And 255 yes. receiving yards and three touchdowns. There's, there's, there. We talked about this at the end of last year. Uh, believe it or not, these players get play, get paid uh, a salary, but there's also incentives: catches, receiving yards, touchdowns. Right? He was 28 catches or 255 receiving yards and or three three touchdowns away from meeting bonus criteria that could have amounted to two million dollars. So. I I've mean, read that. I, I I just like can't understand like what's going through your head. He's saying that Bruce Arians made him go out on the field and he was injured. Bruce Arians is saying he wasn't injured and he was pissed he wasn't getting enough targets. Like we still don't know what the answer is here. And uh, believe me, I'm intrigued now to understand. But when I read that fact that he had some of these like big bonus things basically at his fingertips in the the rest of that game and this upcoming game, like, what are you doing just running off the field and making a mockery of yourself? I mean, clearly, it's not about the money and it's not about the vanity. I, I think time will definitely tell with Antonio Brown. Like, he is no longer a buck 
And it's <sighs> very, the whole thing is fascinating because the whole team had gone to bat. Because clearly he's an athlete, right? He's one of the best wide receivers. No questions asked. No questions asked. But it's a hard and tenuous line to toe. So I understand 360 at least why this all is going down. Because clearly, again, this cat has nine lives. Antonio Brown has gone through the same thing over and over. It's true. I will say I got a kick out of reading the press release slash lawyer statement that they put out on Antonio Brown's Antonio Browns. We've called him like Antonio Brain. Because I'm so, Brones. I'm so like, I'm, I'm like up. all over. The, yeah, I'm worked up. Exactly. I can't even speak. He put out the most interesting little statement. It's a two page statement on his Twitter. I may just leave it at that because it kind of speaks for itself. It flips the whole scenario on its head. And I honestly, as much as this guy like irks me, cannot wait to follow it. I can't. I know. I feel the same way. You're so right. We spent enough of the huddle talking about this. Everybody go dive in if you're interested, but it is dramatic. Uh, anyway. But there's more. But there is more. Wait, th- what else? What else do you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about Clinton Portis, whose name I haven't oh, yeah, heard yeah, yeah. in a minute. Like Clinton Portis, who is a former running back yep. for the Washington football team and Denver, Um I did not realize until I read this clearly out loud during the huddle that he is sentenced to six months in prison and six months of home confinement for health care fraud. Why are you even playing in that space if you're if you're like, why is he even why is that happening? What is happening? I, I don't I don't I, I don't know. I mean, we can we can dig into it. But like, I just what are what are you doing? It seems to me, as discussed by the U.S. District Attorney and Court in Kentucky, um, that he had a criminal trial. And he's 40 years old, by the way. I didn't realize that. He's 40 years old, so he's been out of the league for a second. Yeah. Um, It seems like he admitted to participating in a nationwide scheme in which ex-NFL players filed fraudulent reimbursement claims with an NFL player health reimbursement account plan, which basically allows former players to seek funds uh, for out-of-pocket medical care that's not covered by insurance. So basically, like, double insuring himself, one time with your insurance company and one time with an NFL player health reimbursement account. But, like, why do you need to do that if you're making money as an NFL player? That just doesn't seem to make any sense to me. Why would you get involved in this? I don't know. I don't know. And do you want to know how much money he actually got out of this? How much? $99,264, which is a drop in the bucket for an NFL salary. I mean, that just seems like a very, very bad decision. (laughs) Stating the obvious. Oh, my God. Stating the obvious. Okay, are there there good things that we want to talk about on here? Because I do feel like, unfortunately... This is mostly negative things. Are um, there? I mean, Novak, Novak Djokovic having major uh, visa issues for uh, the Australian Open based on his um, vaccination requirement proof that that mm-hmm. needs to be 
uh, put forth. Um, they're saying that he's already showed appropriate appropriate standards of proof, um, but it doesn't seem to be the case. And the verdict is still out as to what's going to happen there and if he'll be able to compete to win his 10th Australian Open this year. This birthday week is starting to feel like a bummer, Michelle. <laughs> Hey, I mean, look, we're just here to report what's going on. It does this this has no reflection on Kate and I's birthday week at all. Um, but we're just here to deliver the sports headlines. Unfortunately, they just happen to be mostly negative this week. I will throw one out there that's like not negative, yeah, but hit me. It, it, well, LSU Tigers cornerback uh, Derek Stingley Jr. announces he'll enter the draft. I thought this one was interesting, not because I'm very familiar with this particular player, but because it is that time of the season where we're yeah. winding down NFL season. It's going to be exciting to see who's going to enter the NFL draft next year. Um, and, you know, some of those guys are starting to make, you know, those decisions now. So uh, let's not harp on any more negative ones because it is a uh, – our birthday week, and it's I don't want to be all negative. But you know what? I don't even view Antonio Brown as negative. I just view it as pure entertainment at this point. Like, what on the what on earth is going on there? <laughs> let's just let's put it this way, right? As we wrap up this episode, let's put it this way: Antonio Brown has been a gift to leave this league. So happy birthday to us that we don't have to deal with Antonio Brown and his antics anymore. Hopefully, we shall see in the 2022-2023 season. Okay, because I know you like to manifest things into reality, Mm. and because it's our birthday week, I just wanted to know what you hope you get for your birthday. Um, So for my birthday, what I really, really hope, and I said it on last week's show, is I would really like... Derek Henry to make oh a healthy. Oh my God, this girl. Like, we already know that was your New Year's resolution. Could you pick something different for your birthday? No, erase it. You need to pick something Wait, new for your birthday. I don't have anything else I want. I'm oh, serious. Come on. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Um, put, put no well, I got an espresso. I got an espresso, the same one you have in your house. My partner got it for me, and uh, I Kate, have the same one now. So no, that's what I Kate, want. No, manifest something else into the world that you want. Um, and it can't be coffee or Derrick Henry again. Why not? All right, okay. If if that's what your heart is set on, then it can be. If if okay, just health and happiness okay. for oh the my rest God. of the world. Okay, you know what I want? A new snowboard. Oh, so you're talking about that kind of shit? Yes, I'm not asking about, like, world peace and for Antonio Brown to, like, find zen and sanity in his life. <laughs> I don't I don't care. I would like a new snowboard. That's what I'm manifesting into the into the ether. Okay, for so if, we're, if we're doing that game, then I would really like a mixer so I can make bread at home. Like, that's what See? I've been doing lately. There I would like a go. bread mixer. There we go. We could be we could be a little materialistic for one second here. Like, I we want are Capricorns, after all. We, I want something for my birthday, and I'm manifesting it. I really thought you would get there quicker, but... Boom, there she is, everybody. She wants a mixer. That's right. Bread. That's right. I would like a bread mixer. And for everyone else who is going to take that bread home after this weekend and winning your week 18 fantasy games, congratulations if you are those people. If not, secure the bread in other ways. Keep listening to the show throughout our birthday week, which is this week, 
We will have our regularly scheduled drafts on drafts this Wednesday. We're going to be talking about the 2022 playoff picture, which includes wildcard weekends, which is Saturday and Sunday fun. So stay tuned with us. And then by Friday, it's going to be my birthday, uh, at which point Michelle and I will be celebrating both of our birthdays in real life. So who knows what you'll get on Friday. Um, So stay tuned and happy playoff week.